Hello and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thus is the nature of the podcast. Who knows where and when you'll stumble across this brief meditation. And today's topic of this meditation is emotional health in the news. So let's go through a few uh, articles. I'll have them linked down below and uh, we'll have a good little show. All right, stay tuned. So this week I'm feeling very optimistic and I'm wondering why. I mean, I ebb and flow from optimism, pessimism, cynicism, realism, all along this spectrum. And it's kind of fun to watch because your perspective shifts and trying to understand why is my perspective shifting so much. And... What is my true perception? Is it an average of my optimistic state and my pessimistic state? I don't know. But when I'm in an optimistic state, I don't think that's a bad thing. I just ride that wave. And I was at an event a few days ago here in Ithaca called... It's it a celebration for a new campaign in Ithaca called Be The One. And Be The One really speaks about the importance of mentoring... And being a mentor and being mentored. And this is something that I've long sworn by. I've often said that a mentor seems that can really make make someone's life. And so when we think about mentors, and this is what Be the One speaks about, is having that having at least one person in your life who is an unconditional support that you can call, that you can reach out to, that you can meet up with. So their their mission is very much in line with what we're trying to do here. So I look forward to having some people from their organization on the podcast soon. But I went to this event a few days ago and they filled up an auditorium with probably 200 people. And it was kind of a community brainstorming event. And I was sitting at the same table as an elementary school psychologist in the area. And she said, you're so optimistic. I'm not so optimistic, she said. And... I thought, well, I guess I am optimistic, but perhaps it's because I go back and forth from the front lines and the trenches to a more retreat position of strategy and assessment, meaning that I teach part-time, teaching incarcerated boys, so I see 13, 14, 15-year-old boys and understand their world and their reality and their challenges. And my, my psychologist friend sees elementary school kids throughout the week and understands what's going on in her community and her family and their families. But I think some of the optimism comes from stepping back and seeing what is going on, from observing the critical mass that is forming, the critical mass of people who realize that on an emotional and perhaps spiritual levels, we are out of balance, we've gotten out of balance, we've been out of balance, but there's a lot of opportunity for improvement. This is not a huge infrastructure that we have to build. This is about figuring clever solutions to a culture where there is a lot of isolation, there is a lot of disconnection. 
Now, it's a unique challenge. It's a modern challenge, but it's a challenge we're ready for. And it's a challenge that we all have unique insights because it gets to the base level of being a human. We're emotional creatures. We're caring creatures. We need that warmth and connection of fellow humans in our lives. So that's one reason why I put the podcast out there. I want to just be at least one place during the week you can check into and know, hey, Doug's got my back. And I do have your back because you're living, you're learning, you're taking it one week at a time. We're trying to figure things out. We realize we're in this together. We're lonely at times because we're human, but we're also connected. We're also here at this time and place in this crazy life, this crazy world of ours. But here we are and we do have each other. And there are a lot of people writing and thinking and teaching and caring about these issues. So that's why I'm optimistic. So with that, let's jump into a few of these resources that I've found to share with you today. The first one is an article from the New York Times about how meditation might help your winter workouts. And this and this is an article written by Gretchen Reynolds and this highlights a study that was done and that came out in a journal of medicine and science and sports and exercise. And what they did was they had two groups and one group learned meditation and one group was encouraged to uh, exercise. So you had meditation encouragement and exercise encouragement going into the winter. And then the winter went on and they saw who exercised the most. And the people who learned to meditate actually exercised on the same level as those who were encouraged to exercise more. I don't know if that was completely clear, but the point is that it seems that when people are getting more aware of their bodies and perhaps the connection between their emotions and their bodies by taking the time to meditate, and by meditate we simply mean just calming the system down, just breathing, just having 10 minutes of deep breath where you just try to be calm and, and, and nurture and cherish and encourage that feeling of calmness, to be in touch with that feeling of calmness inside yourself. This is what a basic level of meditation is. And just by doing that, it, the people who did that started to exercise more. So just building, it's all about building relationships, right? And this is about building a better relationship with our own bodies. We've gotten so in our heads in this society, so cognitive. And I love, I love being cognitive. I love thinking. But when we think about our emotional well-being, we have to think of the body as a whole. So this is a cool article. I have it linked below. Next article on a related theme is about the reasons for singing. 12 reasons for singing. Singing is good for us. In true holiday spirit, here are 12 psychological ways. And this is a few years ago, this article is from 2004. And I believe it is from psychology. Okay, I'll find the reference and put it down below. Pardon me. So basically, this talks about how good for our bodies and our emotions 
and our well-being singing is. And this is something that I will continue to push and encourage. Exercise, eating well, sleeping well, singing well, meeting up with people we care about once a week. If we can do and hydration, these five or six things, we're going to be moving in the right direction. So in this article, um, they talked about these great reasons for dream, for great reasons for singing. And they talk about just the deep breath that occurs when you're singing. And this and then when you're singing like this, you are fully focused. You're very body oriented. So in a way, singing is kind of meditative in that sense. It is physical. I find that when I sing for an hour or two, it affects me similarly to going for a long run. There's something about just the the rhythm of the singing and the breathing. And the article also talks about that if you're singing along with a song or singing along with other people, you there's something that's going on in our brain that is syncing us up to like when the coyotes are howling in the distance or wolves are howling. There's something that's going on with the social being, with us, this human social being when we are singing with other people. It's just like when someone gives us a hug. There are physical things that are happening in our body. I had one of my students yesterday who was not on his A-game. And he came in and it was 8.30 in the morning. And I said, hey, Thomas, can I give you a hug? And he said, yeah. And that was so amazing. We gave each other this big hug. And there's something very real to that. There's something that's very essential to the human being. So we're getting to know ourselves because we kind of got off track here. We, get, we So we're getting back to some of the old skills and singing, cooking well, getting together, being physical. These are all very important. So take a look at that singing article. That's an awesome one that I have linked below. I, uh, I've been thinking about a lot about cooking tips and I want to write this article uh, or do this podcast and I don't have the title quite, but it's about emotional health and sautéed onions. And how sautéed onions can be the foundation to emotional health plan. Stay tuned. Oh man, this morning, I got a little butter in the pan. Sautéed up, minced up some onion, minced up some of this fresh garlic that I got from the market this weekend. Dropped in two eggs, some toast, a little black tea. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. I hope you guys are getting the positive vibes today. Well, hey, you know, it's, it is holiday season, and while I am not a big present person, and I don't like this obligation of present giving and receiving very much, I often say, let's just go have a nice meal together or just hang out and, uh, you know, write a nice card, give a book, keep it simple. Anyway, it's still, it's still a positive time for a lot of us to come together and share and I look forward to uh, good times to come. And if the holidays are not something you look forward to, just try to understand why. And if it has to do with frustrations with family, try to think about how you can bring empathy and compassion to those relationships. Because family, family is family stays with you. So we got to give our family the benefit of the doubt even more than the rest. I digress. So another article that I wanted to check out and share with you is another New York Times article. This one by Hannah Seligson. 
And this is called The New Iron Johns Seek Catharsis. And Iron John is a reference to a book by Robert Bly from about 30 or 40 years ago that talked about men and men's emotional health and the, you know, the emotional needs of men. This article is referring to the new Iron Johns seeking catharsis. And this article focuses on the uh, prevalence and benefits of men's groups, a more social setting, a weekly social setting that comes together and basically gives a space for emotional vulnerability, shared emotional vulnerability, also a weekly opportunity to check in on your goals and how you are pushing yourself. This uh, focuses. This article focuses on a group called the Mankind Project, a 33-year-old nonprofit with 24 chapters in the U.S. I've never heard of the Mankind Project, and I don't not necessarily endorsing them. They charge a lot of money for the retreats, which is something that we should have some discussions about. How does uh, how does charging for emotional or spiritual help fit into the the solutions? I like to think that we do it more on a donation basis and we just get the resources out there. It's a very weird thing mixing healing and money. And this is what we see throughout the medical system. How can we profit off of healing people? That's a real dangerous, dangerous place, right? But it's a reality of our situation. So yeah, the Iron John, uh, the takeaways from that article really about having um, some of the best practices I saw they're doing is having a weekly, a weekly social space. Uh, where you could check in, be emotionally honest, and talk about your goals and your projects. I mean, if if we all had that, I think we'd be in good shape. I purchased a website a few years ago called Benevolent Gangs, and that was basically talking about one of my solutions that I see to our emotional health crisis. And it was basically based on the fact that we do need our benevolent gangs. We need to be part of a group that meets weekly. doesn't matter if you knit if you sing, if you cook a meal, but having that weekly group, you know, five to ten people so that you could miss and they'll still be there, but just that weekly space is so fundamental. So this is something that I I was working with with Benevolent Gangs, never really took off the ground, but maybe we can stoke that fire again soon. I've also been uh, researching a lot uh, for the coming year, planning out episodes to come, a lot with music, a lot with singing, and understanding how music and singing has a very strong effect and can be very therapeutic in in our health and our healing. Blue skies smiling at me Nothing but blue skies do I see Bluebirds singing a song Nothing but blue skies from now on I never saw the sun shining so bright Never saw things going so right Noticing the days hurrying by When you're in love, my how they fly by Today we talked about news, and this news is a little bit different. These articles are a little different than the day-to-day news, because 
One of the articles was from four years ago, and it is completely relevant as it was four years ago. So this is a little bit different than the daily news. This happened in Gaza today. This happened with the president today. These type of daily news is important, but there also is a value in that step back, that retreat, the kind of news that is the news of the 20 teens. You know, looking at our year or our our decade or our generation and understanding what are the main news, what are the main developments in society. And I like to think that the dealing with the environment and dealing with our emotional health, these are fundamental. And when I teach my students, I talk about the world as a system. And I show this picture of the globe with all the wind patterns. And I show a picture of a human. I say, the human is a system. We think about the health of the earth. We think about the health of the human. The earth getting a little bit out of balance. But that little bit out of balance has repercussive effects. Oh, the earth is just one degree, two degrees warmer. But if that affects the way the winds and the rivers... And the, and the air and the, and the fire patterns and the rain patterns. This gets the whole system out of balance. We have to think of the earth as a system. Now, if we think of individuals as systems, it's the same idea. Oh, I'm just one or two degrees warmer than I should be. You mean you have a fever? Why do you have a fever? Well, your body is fighting that imbalance. It's fighting the microorganism. That's why you have a fever. So... Think about, so for a little meditation going forward, think about news and think about daily news and think about what would the, what's the week's news, what's the month's news, what's the year's news, what is the headline from the 20 teens for our family, for our community, for our city, for our culture.